0: Your wedding day. Such memories. Your smiling face, the love in her eyes, promising of a lifelong journey of understanding and support. So, what the fuck happened? You out the house, she got the car, and you're recovering on your homeboy's couch, or even worse, in your parents' basement. Life after marriage is not something most men are prepared for. Many don't even talk about the issues that affected what was supposed to be one of the best things that ever happened. What now? How does your life start over? It's time to talk about it. The Lame Show starts now.
1: Hey, guys, we're back with The Lame Show. Life After Marriage Ends. I'm here with my co-hosts, Goran, Kia, Drew, and Daniil. We're going to take a serious step on this episode and talk about the healing process with divorce. I'm not a very good husband, so I didn't really have too much of a healing process. I just went outside and became a hoe. But these guys are actually really, really hurting, and we're going to get serious right now. So... Is there anyone that would like to start about the healing process?
0: Mm, post-divorce. Post-divorce,
1: post-divorce. Divorce. yes. So, uh, Goran, when you uh, began your new relationship after marriage, did that, that, did that help? Did that begin the healing, or did it begin
0: before that? The healing process started before, right? Yeah. Um, what led up to that was, like I said, you know, once you mentally make that commitment to get divorced, and you know, you physically make that commitment by moving out. You know, filing for divorce. Then that's when, to me, that's when the healing process started. So that took a while because I, you know, in previous episodes we talked about we worked on ourselves, right? A lot right, of us went right. to therapy. Um, you know, we we all tried to you know be a better version, try to understand what we were going through. You mm-hmm. know, tr- you know, try to be better. Um, I think that enabled my next relationship um, because I was a not a different man, but I had a different perspective. That I was bringing to a relationship, um, and so my my relationship that I went into, I went into it with more of a friendship, right? So it was kind of a the way the relationship started, it was more of a kind of a, a like working together, mushroomed into a relationship, right? <laughs> so so um, so yeah, I mean that that it's a new relationship can help you heal, mm-hmm. a new healthy relationship can really make you heal. But if you just jump into like a quick relationship after, that, that's to me that's probably like a uh, that's like a really bad thing. Really, yeah. really, really
1: bad. Uh D right, you are not officially divorced. Right. But you're you're going what's your healing been like so far? Um
2: it, it's it's in stages, you know. Um the longer you are away from each other, the easier it is. I think for me, um I found an <laughs> I found this program called Abraham Hicks right and this this woman she, she she she's able to might sound weird, but she's able to channel these entities and as I started listening to it it gave me a better perspective of how to understand my situation you know and it taught me uh, to set some boundaries. For example, I didn't know what I wanted, but I was clearing what what I didn't want and that was the first time I, I was I was clearing what I didn't want so as I came into situations, Knew, I pick up the vibe really quickly. I I don't want this, and I cut it off right away. When I was married, I, I didn't wasn't able to separate that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that listening to that program started the the mental change of meditation and just going inside, mm-hmm. and that's kind of worked for me. It's kind of odd, but, you know. Um, so, when you say entities, yeah, like, I, are, I'm talking no, about like, the Entity Goldberg part. and Ghostbusters, right? Right. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, like, I'm sorry. Okay, so. So I was watching Oprah, yep. right? Okay. And, Oprah no had, and Oprah had uh, <laughs> Abraham Hicks on there, and this lady is channeling this entity, and Oprah's asking her questions, and she couldn't stump her. And I went on a deep dive. Now, this 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 person also created created the book called The Secret. Okay. Have you read The Secret? Yes. So, she, yes. So, so they they're the one is behind that. Mm-hmm. So that caught my attention, and um, I just went on a rabbit hole. Six months. You okay. know, and it changed my perspective on religion, or on a lot of different stuff. I, I mean, I mm. could talk for the rest of the show about that, but um, it helped me understand religion better, people better. Um, it told me I had to be more selfish with myself. And
1: know? manifestation, right?
2: And, and manifestations, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Law of attraction, I learned about that. So that was my. So I didn't go to therapy, but that was my steps. You know, so anyone who hears me talk about law of attraction, they know that's my spiel. I'm, I'm all in on that. Uh, okay. So that's kind of how I kind of.
1: Drew, you um have talked about you wanting wanting to work on yourself. He was like, "Yo, it's gonna over, it's gonna be over. I can't work on the marriage anymore. I got to work on myself." So, did the healing for you begin with therapy or did it begin with when you looked at yourself in the mirror and say, "This is shit I got to change?"
3: Well, the healing for me began when I went to the lawyer's office to sign the <laughs> <a> divorce papers <laughs> and I'm looking at the paperwork mm-hmm. and her name's already on there. I'm oh, like, that's rough. "Damn. Yeah. She beat me to it." Right. right. So, that was a day where the healing process began because I knew that that chapter in my life was over and it was time to move on and start a new chapter at some point with someone else.
0: That's real talk because it's yeah. when so, you
3: when you're sitting there, right, and you're signing that paper,
0: it hits you, right? Yeah. It's like this is it. Yeah. It's over. So
4: so so for me, right? Um, <clears throat> um I think I, I, I spoke in a in a past episode about, you know, the fact that um, you know, me and my ex, you know, separated and once I kinda moved out the house, um, you know, that that in of itself was, you know, this is a house, you know, I put a lot of energy into and, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. a lot of effort and, and everything else. So you know, just, just initially, just moving and leaving the house was, and, you know, my first realization that this is, this is, this is pretty much over, you know? Yeah. So um, we, ne- we took, it took us a couple of years to even start paperwork or even have a conversation about the fact that we were separated and, you know, we need to go ahead and, and, and finalize this divorce, mm-hmm. right? I know. So I hear you guys saying, you know, signing paperwork and everything. Like I said, you know, I I had moved on, you know, afterwards and, you know, got myself together, you know, moved in and, you know, kind of, uh, kind of worked on myself and and just getting myself together, you know, met, met a woman, got in a relationship with this woman, you know, and, and and kind of just started dating, you know, right, right, right out, right out the gate. And I'm not saying it was right away, but, you know, within, you know, a couple months. Right. and so that was it, it was it was okay, it was okay by her. I mean, she ended up meeting um you know that that woman mm-hmm. um and it wasn't until years later that we um that we that we got the the actual paperwork signed and actually finalized the divorce. but um I think just just you know figuring out what's next in life, right? So we, we talk about life after marriage. Ends. Right, right. That's scary. Where 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 do I go from here? You where do know? I go from here? Um it's it's, it's, it's very confusing. So in did the you previous guys,
0: episode uh, God, you... previous episode you talked about you had to move out right away. Yeah. What was it like when you were looking for apartments and signing a new under lease? pressure.
2: It it, it it was. It, it was it was it was a precious
0: situation. Um did you take
2: the first thing you saw or did you you just look at the You know what?
4: I actually did take the first thing I saw. <laughs> but I looked at something else and then I went back to the first thing I saw and said, all right, this will work. You know. <laughs> but like literally, you know, like, you know, in the neighborhood up there, I, I I hadn't even thought about an apartment or I had a house. Like what what am I thinking about apartments? I hadn't mm. looked at any apartment complex. If I drove past it, I didn't even see it. I it wasn't even mm. a, a thought in my head. So now I'm under pressure, right? So you know, we had a conversation, and you know, I ultimately decided that I was, <laughs> I was gonna be the one to to move out, you know. Right. And of course, you know, a couple of days went by, and she was like, "Did you find a place right. yet?" Right. So I was like, "Oh, oh, it's about okay, this life. all right, <laughs> yeah, okay." So I, I, I will, I will. So the next day, I mean, I just, I just, you know, Googled the apartment (laughs) (laughs) complex, went and visited one, looked at it, was like, all right, you know, this is cool. Then I drove to another one. The other one was a little further away and, you know, just didn't seem like it was going to be conducive to, um, you know, us co-parenting and sharing our daughter, which was something we had, we did discuss. So, so I just took the first apartment, you know, it was a one bedroom (laughs) apartment. I got a daughter, you know what I mean? A a, a three-year-old daughter at the time. So now I got a. Figure so you got the reality.
1: For, yeah. my, for yeah. my for myself, it it was it wasn't more about healing. It was like getting her the fuck away from me. Because I knew that I wasn't husband material. So I knew that I was going to heal from hurting her, but I wasn't going to heal the things that would prohibit me from doing it to someone else. I was gonna be honest, I was gonna be upfront with people. But the act, my actions weren't going to change. I, was, I wasn't I was going to be as considerate as I should be. I wasn't going to tell the whole truth.
3: The whole truth? The whole truth. But did you actually heal or did you just run away from your problems? That's a good question.
1: I thought I was healing because I was being a little bit more honest. And I thought I was giving myself the life that I wanted. But in actuality, where I'm at right now, I didn't truly heal. I didn't learn what I... I didn't take away additional essential tools that I should have. Mm -hmm. And because no one else was there, there were no children, I was free to run the streets. I was free to be irresponsible. You guys have children. Children change you, yeah. um, When you were going through the healing process, I was like, I got to get this right. Just not for myself, but for them. Because Mm -hmm. I got to deal with their mother. I got to deal with... You didn't have to deal with nothing. Once you was out of the house, you was gone. I just got to deal with the new ladies. That's (laughs) it. So And where I'm going to go this month. So it was more of a fun time for me. That was the healing process for me. It was a fun time for me. And it was like, yo, I knew that I wasn't doing right by her when I was like off gallivanting. And she still wanted to have conversations. And she was waiting on me. And I was like... (laughs) Yo, this shit is fun. Street lights is on, <laughs> right. so but a, a question for you guys is, when you guys got to your healing, did you ever look back to check on your ex-wives because they are the mother
3: of your children? When you say check on, what do you mean?
1: Check back to see if they're healing okay, or you had to just worry about. That's a back. good question. Man. I never did that.
3: It's never check back. Did I never check
1: back. No. Anybody check back.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've had, I've had Fuck her. Too late. It wasn't like that. Too late. But I think that once, once you're,
3: once you're divorced, right, Mm -hmm. you got to take care of yourself at this point and your kids. Okay. You can't really worry about what the other person's going through because they're going to use their, their family structure. They're going to use their people Mm -hmm. that they have around them to help them. So you got to do the same for yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you care if they're okay mentally because they are the mother of your children. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you have to worry about yourself, and you got to make sure that your mental being is okay. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? If you're sick and you're all fucked up, who's taking care of you? Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like I told you before when when I started my healing process with Abraham Hicks, you know, I grew up in the church, so for me, even
1: saying that it's like taboo. You know what I'm saying? saying they ain't, well, you just say there isn't any God. I just but said, but you just
2: look to another another way. another way, right? Because I mean, remember after some 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 something blew up in our in our marriage and we were at the wits end and we went to church, you know, that Sunday, and the church I went to was like five thousand people, and we, we we were in the top nosebleed section, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for an answer from 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 the pastor, and. At the end of the session, he, he he has an altar call. You know what an altar call is, right? Yeah, yeah. So I looked next and I gave a little tug, like, "Yo, we should go." Translation: I was saying, "I I should go." That said, "No, we should go." So I started walking. I got like three flights down. I looked and back. She was still there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm in this by myself. I turn around. Oh, I see. I don't need to fix shit. Nah, right. I kept the talking. I kept it moving. And almost, wow. almost at the way down, I saw the first. I wasn't born in this country, so the first girl I had a crush on, I saw her before I got to the pastor. I was like, "Oh, that's that's ironic. I'm meeting you." That's a sign, that's right a there. Sign. So I thought I was like, "Yo, maybe this is a sign." Mm-hmm. And I went up there, and I wasn't saying she had to go. Maybe, I don't know what she was thinking, but I just thought, man, if that was me, I would have went. I wouldn't let you rock out by yourself in front of five thousand people. So that and, was a sign. That was. That so she I, was I took possibly it. A, done. I took it as a sign that she was done and mm. I was like, you
0: know what? Maybe I need to be thinking the same way. So mm. did that, that did that kick off your healing process? Was that the moment for you that, that was like that's
2: when the light bulb went off, like yeah. you might have to rethink this process as, you know, you're yeah. not gonna be like mom and dad or like your
0: uncles. Yeah. So Drew, when you was sleeping on the couch, was that was that your, your your pivot moment? Was that the moment you knew like my healing process or No,
3: that was like the depression period. Mm-hmm. Oh. You can talk about that, yeah. So I'm on the couch on in the basement and because I was so depressed, I was basically impulsive shopping. Like every day there was a new package from Amazon. No, <laughs> no, 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 no joke. No yeah. joke. No joke. <laughs> the front porch looked like the Amazon Depot. Wow, right. wow. That's how much shit was coming in. And your money? Or our money? No, no my money. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm buying all kind of I don't even know where half the shit is that I bought. <laughs> wow. wow. But yeah, I got into crazy debt over it. I'm paying it off now. Thank you, Dave Ramsey. I appreciate you. <laughs> and I mean, now I'm I'm better, man. I mean, I have a lot of money saved up. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be buying a house this year. Yep. I mean, the process of healing has begun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I,
0: I'm I'm glad awesome. you said that because does the healing process ever stop? No. I mean, are you the five of us? Is anyone here willing to stand up and say I am healed from my divorce? I'm completely 100% healed from my divorce. Now there's some scars, right? It may look a little different, may feel a little different, but I am healed.
1: No, I can I never really been <laughs> no. healed from mine. Like Drew would tell you, like two weeks ago, I called him crying. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: was nah. like
3: five o'clock in the morning. Two, dude the morning, woke me like, up. Dude, I can't hear yeah. you. <laughs> Speak. <Yeah. laughs>
4: Yo, but he, talk, he, he talk I think me. the damage that's been done. I think you know it's always gonna you know a, a, at least for me it, it kind of changes the way I move, um, just in general. You know, when dealing with you know new relationships, you know I'm 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 guarded. You know what I mean? Like mm. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. there's just there's and you know I I try to give of all of me. You know, in, in, in any type of relationship I'm dealing with. But I, but I'm always, I'm always just guarding. Right, yeah, always, I know the, I the always feeling, Always just brother. got that, know you know, like, you know, and and if I something like moves a different not. way, then the guard goes real high, you right. know. and I'm I pull, it's that, I pull all the way back. It's you that, know? that
1: feeling you can't get it right. I'm mm. not gonna get it right. I'm, I, don't, I can't mesh with anybody, and this shit is too hard, and I don't want to do it. So I'm gonna give seventy five percent but then the next 25 that shit is so i don't feel what i felt <laughs> yeah. when i had to move out of that house right. <laughs> right part, yeah. right. part yeah. two i don't want to go through that again like which is why i understand why women stay to themselves after that that, heart, that heartbreak cuz that first heartbreak woo mm.
4: so i have a question three of the five gentlemen up here have shared you know in in a prior episode we we talked a little bit about your um your your counseling right your yeah. mm-hmm. um um working with a therapist um you know we've already covered that topic we don't need to go too in detail to it but what wh- where did that come in with your healing process like where w- when did you start seeing a therapist was it was it was it during that healing process or was that what kind of helped you get get to the next step for your for your lives or for, for yourselves
1: for me it wasn't i'm not a religious person okay like I, I i think during my first marriage i was like i'm not a christian i was like i was thinking about it like I don't go to church. I don't read the Bible. Like, why I keep saying I'm a Christian? So I knew people always say, "Go to church. Go to go listen to the pastor. Pastor get you through it." But no, it was like, okay, I gotta go. What's the next step? What do people do when they need mental help? They go to a therapist. So I went to a therapist.
4: Was this after your first,
1: your first marriage? Yes, yeah, my first marriage. And okay. I was trying to save it at the time, because like, I know it was like, it was something wrong. Like, this is not normal. Like, I don't feel. Now you are different. As bad as I should. Mm-hmm.
3: So, I need to figure this out. Right. And that's what led me to it.
4: Okay. Anyone else?
3: I mean, I, I was going... I started going during my marriage. Okay. But I was going for the wrong reason. I was basically trying to hold on to something that was pretty much already done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, therapy mm-hmm. only worked when I went for me. When I didn't go because I was trying to save my marriage. It was because mm-hmm. I started going for me because... I wanted to go not because I was trying to show everybody, yes, I'm trying to heal myself. That's bullshit. Yep. When you go for yourself, that's when the work gets done. Right. Yeah. Okay.
0: I think I think it's all part of the healing process, right? So whether it's, you know, the shopping, whether it's church, we all grasp for something to help us heal, right? Cuz mm-hmm. we don't feel normal, right? So whether it was like I said, whether it's therapy, you know, whether it's hanging out, you know, we all need something to start that healing process and and it sounds like, you know, that a lot of us have done a lot of healing, but not completely healed because of, you know, there's probably some times where you have some memories, or, you know, the holidays could be a big, you know, a trigger for some people, mm-hmm. um, you know, or, or when you see your kids or you got to drop them off, right? Like, you know, you got to drop them back to mom's house, right? Or, you know, their time with you is up, <laughs> right? It's That's like, rough. you got to take them back home where right. they leave, right? And it's just like, you know, so so yeah. yeah. To completely heal is going to you know it's going to take a long, long time. Right. Um. I, obviously, I'm I'm a lot more healed today than I, I was. Oh, right. You know, several years ago. But um, yeah. I think I think it's still a process, an ongoing process to to be completely healed. Because mm-hmm. I think you're healing from a couple different things. Mm, you know, true. your
2: your marriage is pretty much washed. It's over. Mm-hmm. And then the relationship with your kids is changing. You know, so it's two things that, that you're dealing that, that you're dealing with. For me, um, my son's a little bit away from me now as far as distance. So it really hit me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then when I lost my dog, <laughs> I realized, wow, the dog was keeping away the loneliness of this whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it, it it really but because I've been mentally strong for so long, I feel for a brother that's just hitting is just going through it now. Like that loneliness hits you, you by yourself. Yeah. That's that's rough. I know your situation, so yeah, it's rough. Yo, you a
1: strong dude, for yeah. real talk, yeah, man. Yeah. It's yeah. like the shit that you have lived through for like probably the last three years. This is not like once. This so is like, like eight years. Yeah, eight years. <laughs> yeah. You are strong, man. And that that mentally, like, I I went up somebody's head, several people's heads, yeah. and just like. I, I was talking to you, like
2: part of my other day. We was talking, and I was like, what I did was I'm I'm a serial entrepreneur, so I was always starting a business. Mm. I'm a serial self help guru re- researcher. I'm just always doing something. If I sit home and think about my situation. Yeah. Oh, forget, forget about, about it, it. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just stayed busy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So that, well, sometimes you know what it—it it might not be a bad thing to stop, right? And mm-hmm. and then let all of that surface up so mm-hmm. you can address it, right? Because if mm-hmm. you keep it suppressed and keep and, pushing and, through yeah, to the next, and thing, into the next through, thing, into the next thing, into the next, it might prolong the that healing that, process, healing process right. Right? right? So, so there's there's some things like when we talked about you know moving out or signing the papers or you know seeing your kids leave. Those, those things open up those wounds. And then, what, what you want to do, what I learned through therapy, is understand why you're feeling that way, right? Like, there's not a problem. Just understand why you're feeling that way. Like, what's causing these feelings. Right. And then you know, just embrace it. It's just who you are, something that you went through. Um, you're a strong dude, you're going to get through it. Right. But just allow yourself, allow those feelings to come up, process those feelings. Right. And then, you know, next time that event happens, right. like, you know, something's removed or you got a little bit more quiet time. Right. Then it then it helps with you know those 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 strong things don't yeah. bubble up and you know start grabbing you. I used to do that. I, I, I can do that.
1: Um, question for all of us: All of our parents are still married, correct? Did, did anybody go to their parents? for guidance on this, because we going through a divorce, a separation, (laughs) and they still like, yo, what's up? We still together. What's wrong with y'all motherfuckers? together? you young folk don't have to do shit right. I taught you better. I taught you better. Not my baby. Go to sleep angry. Who the fuck told you not to go to sleep angry? Me and your mother don't talk for two weeks and we still together. So did anybody go to their parents and be like, yo, how do you do this? Like, how do you start doing
0: I never talked to my parents oh. about how they nah. were able to I get through it. Know. <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, Hell no. Nah. going to
1: look at me with disappointed eyes.
3: <laughs> Fuck up the nah. whole Wilson
1: name on this. <laughs> hey.
0: I just see I've just seen them get through it. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. as a kid, you know, you saw there were times where, you know, mom and dad were arguing or, you know, mm-hmm. they weren't together or, you know, things weren't like how like what normal would look like. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, over my parents, gosh, it's gonna be maybe 40 plus, they've probably gone on 50 years of marriage. Mm-hmm. And I've seen their marriage evolve to where, you know, I would say my parents have a really strong marriage now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and even my mom and my dad have said that to me. Like, they feel at this point in their life, they're in their 70s, that their marriage is probably the strongest it's been in a long time. So it's it's kind of crazy how that marathon, right? Marriage is a marathon, yeah, right? Man. The longer you stay running in the race, the longer you stay in it, you know, there's, there's points where, you know, it's not so, you know, you want to quit, you want to give up, your feet hurt, you know. You got blisters. You be bleeding. You know, you may have to use the bathroom on yourself. Isn't but, it? Uh, isn't it crazy though? That, crazy.
4: That, you know that that our parents and our grandparents. I mean, they had the same issues that we had. Less. They social have social media. media. No, they didn't have social media. I just said that Listen, less social had, media. They had. They
0: telephone,
1: man. They have hobbies. They
4: they they <laughs> they made it through it, right? So they you know it, it wasn't always perfect and it, it wasn't always you know maybe the greatest relationship, but somehow they they made it to the next day, they made it to the next month, you know, they made it to the next year, yeah. they made it to the next decade. Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, but oh, go ahead. No. no, I was gonna say that generation accepted cheating a lot better than this generation. <laughs> accepted That's or true hit it. Too? accepted and hit it. Mm. Like yeah. they knew. Yeah, they knew. grandma knew. Yeah, grandma knew. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, your grandpa, he
0: be back. He be back. <laughs> Down there with like, Miss Susie and them. <laughs> and them. They accepted
1: cheating in, in ways that this they, generation Look, they never dealt with will. it, right? Yes. So
4: they got married and they, they said, till death do us part. And they and said, then, God man, damn it. I didn't know I shouldn't have said All that. Kind of shit. Shit. I'm sorry, I got to stay here <laughs> with Wilbur. I'm, 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 like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm
1: staying But they did. They did, you know? Like, I don't know one woman that's going to be like, I'm staying 30 years in my kids. <laughs> <laughs not in twenty twenty Not one. In 20, 20,
2: yeah, no. No. I think the longer you stay in a relationship, the harder it is to walk away from it. Agreed. You know. Um one thing I learned is that through the law of attraction, if you think a thought for seventeen seconds, right? Seventeen seconds. But you come up with these never mind, go ahead, go ahead, finish your thoughts. You attract another thought of of, of of likeness. So if you stub your toe, ah, mm-hmm. I stub my toe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you then you hit your head. And then it starts to rain. It, it just it starts to snowball out of control. Right. So you, you gotta control your thoughts. You know what I mean? So um, the longer time you're in a relationship, the harder it is to walk away because you built up so much momentum there. It's like trying to, if you push a car down the hill, it's easy to stop at the top
1: of the hill as, <laughs> as opposed to the bottom. Right. right? Yeah. And that's what your relationship's like. I'm trying to follow, follow the analogy that you said. So I stubbed my toe, and you, hit your, you head. hit your head, and it's raining. If my toe is broken, I don't give a fuck about the ring. <laughs>
2: like, I think you're missing the point. Yeah, that's what I'm trying yeah. to understand. So, what's the so point? So pretty Let's much, see. once you think a thought, mm-hmm. right, chances are a similar thought will appear within the next 17 seconds okay. or so. So toe like a positive pair. thought
0: will turn a positive thought, a negative thought will turn I a negative thought. I find some thought. money. I was thinking about G.
2: He calls me. Oh, I was thinking about you. You know? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that starts to happen, you know? Okay, um,
1: so think positively. More positively. Right, you you don't think happen? negatively.
2: Okay. I got you. Right, so, you know, when you're in a relationship, is this a similar thing as far as far as far as the law of attraction?
1: Mm, okay, I got you. Well, I think we've had a very very informative episode today, revealing vulnerable. Sure. Drew taking taking the lead, of keeping us vulnerable. Well, uh, I want to thank you guys for having this episode with us. And we want to thank you guys for listening to The Lame Show. Check out past episodes on your favorite podcast platform. Click that download button, hit Click that subscribe button. button, and leave us a comment. Also, interact with us on all social media platforms. And if you want to buy us a drink, support the show, head over to buymeacoffee.com, The Lame Show. We're now accepting sponsorship for as little as $5 a drink or 10 bucks per month. I feel I should say I love you guys we were healing. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys get home safely and listen next week. Later. Thanks. Thanks. Lame show. We out.